0: Theoretically, I don't know that the Bulls got enough for who Derrick Rose was. When he was one of the MVPs and was considered one of the elite players in the league. They had to salvage whatever they could. What they got from the Knicks was representative of what people think Derrick Rose's value is now.
1: It's the future! Down in distance. WGN Still don't feel real. Um, driving in and just seeing my name on the billboard or seeing my picture on the billboard or um on the screen outside of the building, it kind of blew me away a little bit. Like, it, it probably really don't hit me until I step on the floor and um, I actually have a jersey on. Down in distance, check us out at Dead Pod on Twitter. Rocking with my guy, the man, the myth, the legend, Jerry Payton. At Payton Sun P A Y T O N S U N. Hit me up on Twitter at S D Two Mics. WGNradio.com. On the phone with us, man, you know, we usually call people friend of the program. Yes.
2: It, this, guy,
1: this guy, but goes beyond. Friend. He's that dude. This is that dude. Big brother to both of us. Sekou Smith from NBA TV. You can also catch him on the Hang Time podcast. Lang Whitaker. Yeah. And uh, Pretty Boy. Rick Fox every now and then.
2: Rick Fox, man, I'm going to tell you one thing. That dude does not age, man. I want to know whatever lotion he's he's using,
1: whatever clean and clear. I need whatever that is because that dude looks the same, man. So, yeah, we're going to bring in say cool. before we get to the obvious, you know everybody wants to know your thoughts on the Derrick Rose trade last week. I want to know. I just want to get your overall thoughts. You were out there covering the NBA Finals. Give me your last impressions from what you saw.
0: Oh, fellas, the – you know, the last impression was just that LeBron James and Tyree Irving took it to another level, you know. Um, and Teron Lu did a fantastic job of putting his team in a position to be successful. You know, nobody talked about him, you know, in a positive light. You know, the first two games, all you heard was, well, what can he do to fix this? And, you know, he went over his head, blah, blah, blah. He did a masterful job getting his team back on track in that series. And he let his stars take over. And, um, you know, the Warriors, for all that, you know, they, they did all throughout the course of this regular season, they didn't have the energy at the end to finish the race. You know what I'm saying? They just didn't have the gusto when they needed it. And it's the reminder that the, the healthiest team, when you get to the finals, is often the team that wins, not necessarily the best team. And I'm not saying Cleveland wasn't, wasn't as good or better than Golden State, but if you look at the results the year before, when they were beat up, the Warriors prevailed. So I think a lot of it has to do with just who's the the team that can withstand the grind of the NBA playoffs in the in the regular season.
2: Say, I have so I, I can't believe we started with this because I have so much I wanted to get into, but I'm going to, I'll knock it down to two questions so we can get into other stuff. But one thing, though, you look at how that, the series played itself out. The one thing that I was hearing, being in the media here in Chicago, covering everything going on with the finals was, it was always about Steph and about LeBron James. And... Like it or not, a lot of people still throwing shade at LeBron James. I'm not sure why, but when you look at his numbers and what he did in the finals, you got to give that man respect. you got to give him credit for everything that he's done, especially looking at him by the numbers, just the numbers alone. Sekou, is it time for people to stop hating on this man LeBron James?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, anybody still bitching and moaning about LeBron um, clearly has nothing else to do. I mean, he's... He silenced all doubters to me um, with his performance in this finals, and uh, and I'm gonna say I told somebody the day, you know, the morning after I was like, I'm done arguing about LeBron. Force. I'm, I'm no longer entertaining these arguments. No, he's not Michael Jordan. He'll never be Michael Jordan. Um, but any other conversation you want to have outside of that, you know, he belongs in that discussion. Um, you know, and I don't know why, I don't know what the fascination is with trying to take away from what he's done and what he continues to do in in the NBA. Um, I don't know why guys want to knock down his accomplishments, you know, all the trips to the finals. Um, Did he struggle on on that stage a a couple times? Yeah, you know, and it's a bunch of guys complaining about him that never even got there. So, uh, you know, if I'm LeBron... I'm, I'm officially shaking all the haters off and doing my thing. You know, he's if he doesn't win another title, you know his place is secure, and you know his, his legacy is secure. So uh, I think people need to let that go and just let let LeBron finish off what is a superstar, stellar career in, in the league.
2: Well, you looked at last season, uh, the two seasons ago, I should say, and you you don't have Kyrie, you don't have Kevin Love, and a lot of people looking at LeBron having to come up with huge performances just to keep the Cavs into, you know, that series. Now you you look at coming into actually being healthy, coming in with your big three. You talked about Kyrie and LeBron taking it to a whole nother level. Well, Kevin Love here and there, injuries, getting knocked in the head, you know, having concussions. Probably not maybe offensively what you wanted to do, but in that final game, 14 boards, what is his kind of future as uh, GM LeBron James kind of look forward to next season already?
0: He's not going anywhere. Um, A, they paid too much for him to to throw him out now. And, And B, you know, he did get knocked sideways. I mean, he got a concussion. I think that impacted his performance, you know, to an extent in the finals. But the adjustment period that he needs to get himself in the right frame of mind to accept that role and to to flourish, you know, as the third guy on that team is still there. He needs to call Chris Bosh, though. He needs to call and ask Chris Bosh for some secrets. You know, how do you how do you suppress your ego and sacrifice what needs to be sacrificed in order for the greater good in order for your team to win championships? And the sooner Kevin Love figures that out, the better off he'll be and the and the better his team will be because – Sharon Lou and LeBron James—they got all the belief in the world. In I mean, they reinforce that time and again, even when he was struggling. It's, it's time for Kevin Love to understand what, what they want from him, what they need from him, and whatever he has to do to get that done needs to be his number one priority.
1: Talking to our guys, Say Koo Smith, NBA TV, right here on Down and Distance, WGN dot com, April twenty seventh, two thousand twelve. June twenty second, two 2016, two days that will live in infamy in Chicago basketball history. That's when Derrick Rose's career took a left turn, and then last week he was traded to the New York Knicks. Your initial thoughts about the trade, do you think the Bulls got enough? And moving forward, do you think ultimately this is something that could put a new surge into Derrick Rose's career?
0: Well, I I don't think – Theoretically, I don't know that the Bulls got enough for who Derrick Rose was when he was one of the MVPs and was considered one of the elite, truly elite players in the league. But after that left turn, you know, they they had to salvage whatever they could, you know, and I think what they got from the Knicks was representative of what people think Derrick Rose's value is now. And that's that's a sad commentary on what his career has become due to all of these injuries um, and just... The angst and and the hate and the animosity I think a lot of people feel towards him for reasons I cannot explain. Um, I don't care what he said, you know, or or what vibe he might have given off. I know that the guy plays his guts out when he's out there, and he plays with his heart on his sleeve for Chicago. And I think that's what probably, you know, served as the dagger in the heart for a lot of Bulls fans is knowing that you had a guy who was homegrown who was willing to lay it down in whatever fashion necessary, you know, to give the Bulls a chance to get back into that championship realm, then it didn't work out, you know. And then to see it, you know, the way you did, him getting traded like he did after LeBron does what every guy who grows up and ends up playing for his hometown team wants to do, and that's leading to a championship makes it extra nasty going down, you know what I mean? It's like what you know? It's a, it's a double dagger. When you look at LeBron fulfilling his destiny as the hometown kid, that you know, it's gonna bring the glory back to Cleveland. And then you look up and you trade Derrick Rose. You know, after he was the the youngest MVP of the league, it's just it's gotta be painful. I know some of my boys from Chicago told me they were no longer Bulls fans and they were now <laughs> Derrick Rose Knicks fans. You know, that's extreme, but I understand the emotion that goes along with it because. When it's a when it's a guy who has roots in that city, wearing that 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 Bulls jersey across his chest, you know, it's hard to it's hard to stomach the breakup because it's never sweet when it's a breakup. It's always gonna be ugly.
1: Say cool. Before we segue into free agency talk, I want to ask you: you talk to a lot of people around this league. You talk to players. You talk to front office people. Give me the overall perception around the league of the Bulls front office.
0: I don't think that's. I don't think it's suitable for uh, family radio. You know the impressions that some people have. You know this idea that there was a disconnect between the front office and Tom Thibodeau was not only perceived. I think it was obviously a reality. Um, and you know, even with their own guy in place and Fred Hoiberg, you know, their hand-picked guy, I still think there's obviously a load of skepticism about Gar and. You know, impacting what they're doing and how they're going about trying to build, you know, really rebuild that Bulls team um, in the past few years. It's it's Jimmy Butler's team now, and they got to figure out how to put the, the right pieces around Jimmy to allow him to maximize his, you know, his abilities and talents. Because if they don't, you know, you're talking about close to a decade when you when you had quality. MVP level pieces, and you haven't been able to break through to the, you know to the conference finals for just a, a chance to play for an opportunity to go win a championship. Mm.
2: Which is which is tough when you start looking at it as a Bulls fan. And Sekou, it, it's tough. I mean, your guys that you talked to from Chicago when they said that it's they're no longer Bulls fans. I I felt some type of way when I was sitting there listening to Gar talk at the press conference and um, I'm not a season ticket holder. I go to games just occasionally, but if I was a season ticket holder, I think it would, it it rubbed me just the wrong way because he was trying to sell Bulls fans on something where we can actually see, we look at the roster and he said, you know, you know, I'm excited about this roster and look at these names. And he started rattling off names and say, cool, you know, as I know, it doesn't look good. What do Bulls fans, what should they be looking forward to coming into this next
0: season? Well, they got to look, they got to look at the brightest side of what's left, and that's the unleashing of Jimmy Butler, you know, the the monster, you know. But I don't know that you can have him in that position and expect him to do more than what he's done without D. Rose, without Paul Gassel around, you know what I'm saying, without Joe Noah and the Knicks. They're going to be doing this with With a completely new set of parts, and I'm you know no disrespect to Ro Lopez or anybody else you know um they're not the same as the guys who have departed and i I just feel like gar's his language and his tone was so cold, you know talking about Derek and you know the, the era that is over that it's going to be hard for people that feel it in the streets. You know, I'm talking all the way down to their, to their bones, you know, uh, about, you know, what their passion is for this team and what they've lived through. You know, I I get on my boy, Kevin Cottrell, who's our researcher at NBA TV, you know, and a proud Chicagoan, you know, uh, to his core, man. And he, he's my main guy. When I think about talking about, you know, Chicago sports to somebody, that I can always reach out and touch instantly. And he was crushed, man. When I saw him, he was literally like the look on his face said, I'm done. You know, and if you take a guy whose blood is that Bulls red, and you, you know what I'm saying, and you ice him out, I I figure you got a hard time reconnecting with your fan base. It's going to be very difficult for for the Bulls to get back what they've lost the last few years.
1: Say, cool before we let you go, you know, you got to run and get on your podcast once again. Say cool, Smith, NBA TV. KD, first day of free agency. San Antonio, Miami, Boston, and the Clippers. Now, Boston is a shock to me that they actually got a meeting with KD. What What does Phil Jackson have to do to get on his list? Give him some uh, front row seats to Hamilton or something?
0: <laughs> I don't know what he can do, to be honest with you, man. Like, for, for Kevin Durant to entertain anybody that's not – on the cusp of a championship contention or at least in that conversation, to me, it's comedy. You know, like, why would he even bother talking to somebody that's not one seven-foot super-shooting piece away from competing for a title? And I think that's what put Boston in the mix is that, hey, if they get a superstar of his caliber, they immediately vault into that conversation with Cleveland as the best teams in the East. But my mind is that if Kevin Durant is thinking about leaving or has already made up his mind about that, hey, I am going to leave and it's just a matter of where I choose or if I'm going to stick around, I don't know that there's much you're going to be able to say to him in, in one of these face-to-face meetings. that's going to change his mind about what he already wants to do. And I think if he's taking meetings, that means he's at least considering leaving. It's, it's obviously on his mind the possibility of leaving Oklahoma City, but I don't think any any firm decision has been made. I think it's one of those deals where he's trying to feel out the process and see exactly what everybody has to offer and then make the best and most educated decision about what is the turning point of his career potentially if he leaves. I mean if he leaves Oklahoma City and goes somewhere else, it's you know, it's the start of a new trajectory for his career, either onward and upward to a championship or, you know, or or something else. And that's a, that's a hell of a thing to have sitting on your lap come july 1st you know when you got to decide basically your future in this league and and where it's going to take you and who you're going to do it with
2: say cool i got i got friends in the you know finer arts department so i I could hook him up with some tickets you know if he needs tickets i I got him. uh last question though free agents that maybe the the bulls should be targeted
0: uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't even know what style they really play yet. Better
2: question is, but who can Hobbs, they get? Who, who can they get? That is it. That's the question. Yeah, I mean, I don't
0: I don't know who fits whatever style they want to play. Um, you know, I'm I'm kind of partial to a bunch of the guys that they got walking out the door. I mean, who wouldn't want to get their hands on Paul all at this stage of his career? You know, they let Joe Kim know how, you know, Kim is kicking the their door down to get out. Um you know, but I need quality veteran pieces if I'm if I'm an organization trying to get into the playoff mix regardless of the conference. And I think, you know, if they're going if they're going brand new in Chicago, I don't I don't have a good feel for who would be you know, be the right players in that mix because I honestly the identity is gone from the team that we we all have watched over the past few years, with kids leaving and now with the core personnel leaving I have no idea what that team is supposed to look like.
2: Exactly. That that was the answer I was looking for.
1: Well, say cool, bro. We want you to enjoy the rest of your summer. Are you going down to Jacktown anytime soon?
0: Man, I my oldest son is in Jackson over there learning how to drive with my sister, so y'all pray for him and her and for her insurance. Um <laughs> but I'm staying it's hot enough in Atlanta. I don't need to go to Jackson. So <laughs> that heat right now. That Mississippi heat is beyond you know, as you know, Jared, that's beyond what's normal. You don't need to you don't need to soak it up too
2: much. I have no clue how my dad did it, man. I have no clue, man. <laughs> Say cool, man.
0: We appreciate your time,
2: man.
1: We'll talk to you soon. Follow this man, Stephen Smith, buddy. NBA.
2: Always good, man. Always good. So he kind of brought it where he ended it the way that I thought he was going to end it. I knew it was a question that. It was the same thing that I've been kind of mowing over because I have no clue where this
1: organization is going. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Cause I, you know, I was PC enough. We had it, you know, we had a guest on. Hold on. It All right, was we'll get PC let, enough. So but next let, down, we'll next get down, into we'll it. Next down. We'll get it, man. Yeah.
2: Down the distance, DAD Pod on Twitter at PeytonSun, Sun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N. S D two mics for Sean. That's how we do it always. WGNradio.com, affiliated with the arena.